0: crudely drawn swords an actual play podcast of high adventure low dice rolls and intermediate levels of terrible puns i'm your host and gm ben moxon and with me are four humans allegedly so let's go round and do a quick introduction who you are and who you play ally
1: welcome i am ally a human and enigma <laughs>
0: be a human.
1: Definitely. Mm. Affirmative.
0: Given when this is going to be coming out, do you have any performances coming up that you might want people to visit?
1: People, they want to go to Edinburgh and see our show, me and CJ Hooper. Uh, we will be every day for the first week of Edinburgh from three o'clock till four o'clock in a place called Opium. Rad as heck.
0: Yes. And an opium den very much where you belong. Okay, so Gwyn, who are you and who do you play?
2: Uh, I'm Gwyn and I play Percival Pleft, the paladin. What's your Edinburgh show like? Um, It'll be a lot like me in an office somewhere other than Edinburgh, mostly doing office-based administration.
1: <laughs> I think I've seen that show.
2: Um, but if you want to come along, then yeah, <laughs> th- then, then do feel free to tap me up on the socials. <laughs>
0: It, it sounds, <laughs> sounds innovative, and yeah. like it says something about our modern time. Yeah, it's, it's like an I- ironic take on...
1: Sounds like every goddamn spoken word I've ever been to.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an ironic take on ironic tapes on modern life. On
2: public uh, rights of way administration.
0: <laughs> ironic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mac, who are you and who do you play? Uh, I'm Magnus,
3: and I play Bambury Witch, the Wickedy witch. I've also got a show. It's a lot like uh, Twitch, but instead of streaming it online when I can play computer games, you just have to come and look from my window. So it's a much more...
1: Uh, you won't be wearing pants. I might be. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, does he have a Twitch channel? Cool. Why do I have nothing?
0: Oh, there's reasons you have nothing, Stuart. Mm.
1: Everyone can hear. Uh,
0: (laughs) Well, continue, Magnus. No, that's it. I'm done. Just come and stare through my window. (laughs) (laughs) You heard the man. Like, that's a bit vague, so to be more clear, Mag lives in the north somewhere. Yeah. should be able to find it from that. Stu, who are you and who do you play?
4: I am Stu, and I play Tristan T. Wilde, a bard of some renown. What does the T stand for? Uh, We don't know. I don't think we'll ever know. Trouble. The the T stands for fantastic. (laughs) Like, he writes fan
0: in the big T, so it's Tristan Fantastic Wild. Okay, so last we saw our heroes, they were having a lovely time in a desert. Tristan T. Wild had gone... A little bit too wild in terms of sunstroke and exposure. That was kind of Bambury's fault, to be fair. It was the sun's fault.
3: I didn't rip your shirt off. That was definitely you.
4: Yeah, that's not the problem. The problem was that everyone else was in a cooling bubble of cool air, and I was just <laughs> <laughs> squeezing lemons over my skin. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Yeah, I thought it would help like sunblock, but it just kind of sizzled lemon into my skin.
1: Lemon goes brown in the sun, so you've probably got a lovely tan and blonde hair. Yeah, that was,
4: I mean, f- for the first two days, the tan was really good, but after two weeks, the sort of the novelty of the skin being red, raw, and blistering had worn off and covered in acid. Yeah, good times and
0: salt. Tristan had enjoyed a visit from an old friend, offering him limitless cosmic power. Yeah. Almost. In exchange for barely more than a few murders. Yeah. So picky. Yeah, exactly. Percy had done some research into this friend and discovered that it was already responsible for the destruction of at least one world. We weren't using it. Could be worse. And Bambury had done some research into the weird glow that he'd perceived around Enigma and discovered that... Ghost pig. There was some kind of void... In my soul. Magically speaking, and a huge ghost pig. Yeah. Good old ghost pig. Daddy ghost pig was there. And then Enigma popped into the Forest of Forgotten Animals and had a little chat with Pig Dad. So, pig Dad. And so I believe where he'd got to was the conclusion that you were probably within a day from this oasis, or at least Percy was saying that, whether he knew new or not, I don't actually recall. Um, You'd parked up for the night on the edge of this ridge and you're going to make a big push tomorrow. Does that sound right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think so. It does, although
3: I think we're expecting the gelatinous monster yeah to return and try and get an answer from Tristan yeah so I'm assuming we'll plan what we're doing and not just all fall asleep
4: and leave it to the idiot it's he's not gonna right again every time I've stopped you guys from killing stuff and getting us in more trouble because you're asleep you guys can't do any damage when you're asleep so you guys go to sleep and I'll tell this this talk will imposter that I'm just not interested <laughs> I'm not going to take the power. I'm not going to have it hidden on a piece of my body where you won't realise it's happening. I'm going to straight up just tell him I don't want to be the... I mean, I want to be the least magical, uninteresting one of the group still. I don't want any powers that will make me comparable to these three. Tristan, did he give
2: any alternatives to the option um, serve me and feed me power?
4: Uh, No, no, he did not. It did not. Like...
2: The alternative wasn't "I will eat all of you" or anything like that, was it? Oh yeah, that was the
4: alternative. Yeah, they were the they are two options.
2: Right.
1: So we are going to get eaten.
2: You're so you're going to tell him flattered but spoken for, and we're we're going
4: to be asleep. Yeah. And get eaten. Hundred percent. And eaten. Yeah, I'm not even questioning my. I'm not even. I'm not even second guessing whether I should take the power. I'm. I'm gonna one hundred straight up say. The chance to dominate this universe as a a force of your will does not interest me. That's good. Good.
1: I think there's some misdirection going on here.
4: No, the the thought of bending the nation, nay, the world to its knee in honour of me, where I'm just singing my songs to like... only got one knee? A gig of every single person on the planet. Does not interest me. Sounds legit. Why do you keep winking like that? <laughs> it's not a wink. That's the lemon juice I described earlier. It's, <laughs> Let me just... It over. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> uh, so it's sorted. It's fine. Right. But then we do have to question, what are we going to do <laughs> when I turn it down and it comes to kill us? Well, if we're all asleep, we'll just die, I assume. So, I... No, it's not that close. He's a good week... It's a week or so away. Well, it's close enough to chat to you. No, well, no, he, Torquil won't kill me. It's the beast. The beast is quite some time away. Right. Okay, so
2: Torquil's just physically walking around, is he? But he? Well, he's some kind of astral projection sort of thing.
4: Well, yeah, he's a messenger. He wasn't attached to the beast? Yeah, he's an astral projection
1: of the creature. Astral projection. Ah. Uh, ah, well, screw it then.
4: Ben, can I see
0: the dull green glow in the distance? It is evening. Yeah, parts of the horizon seem a little off. Whether one of those could be that greenish tint, you're not sure right now. I guess I'll just point all around me in a circle. He could be
4: anywhere. I don't know where he is. <laughs> That's reassuring. If we wait till well, I mean, we we could just wait till night time, see where the green glow is, and make a judgment call. But he suggested he could be, or it suggested, uh, it could be on us within a week maybe a little longer excuse me yes
1: given we don't know how big it is and it may not have a proper corporeal shape Mm. how can we look at it and judge how far away it will take
4: (laughs) it'll just be a green light in the distance and we can kind of watch it and do that trick where you hold your fingers up to the sun but we'll do it in reverse so we'll just i don't know how that would work you have to kind of know the size of the object No, we'll just look for the... Why are we discussing this? We'll just look for the greeny hue and then we'll know which way it's coming from. Huey green. It's coming from behind us because we're in front of it. (laughs) What? Well, we're even running away from it. It can't be in front of us unless it's taken a really long detour. But it said it's going to always be close and always be watching. And if we don't do what it says, it's going to eat us because you and bloody... Wizard boy and magical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably fine, actually. If I I don't have anything magical, I'll be fine. Uh, was Torquil magical? Was your lover that it it
3: killed magical? Mm, good question. Was all the people in the ship magical? Okay, Tristan. No, no. It's just a massive ball
4: of destructive energy. Yeah, but you guys don't have a bond with it now. I've got kind of a a back and forth. I would probably be no, a about it. This is just
3: Stockholm syndrome. You you've gone in too deep. You you you've fallen in love with it. And the answer is just no, look.
1: Oh, he's fallen in love with it. Maybe it'll die.
4: (laughs) Good work, Tristan. If you can fall in love with it, you can kill it. (laughs) So basically those are our options. We have this creature turning up. It said it won't appear unless you guys are asleep, but it will kill us if you're asleep. So you have to go to sleep. And then I'll talk to Torquil. Okay, that was meant to be more serious. Yeah, right, we're going to have to tell it no, but then we have to have a plan to deal with it when it comes after us, basically. Well, I drifted off, what did you say? So, do we have any option that isn't yeah. destroy the whole of the planet or die in a desert? Percy, how far away is this watering hole you've been talking of? Oh, it's just right over the next ridge. Dying
1: in a water hole is not
4: an alternative. Yeah, I've got a horrible feeling that I was too sun delirium to realise that there is no water course, is there. There's a watercourse. Yeah.
2: No, there is a water course. There definitely okay. is a water course. We're, we're heading to an oasis. We've taken a little detour. We were travelling uh, directly towards Malahim, and we've taken a little detour down to the south in order to okay. try to get to um, an oasis and restock on a couple of supplies around there.
3: You've made it sound like we're having a little kind of pleasure jaunt, just like as
2: uh, a weekend away. We're dying in a desert. Like, well, we're... Yeah, so why don't you think of it like that? Keep your spirits up. Not dead yet. Ah, uh,
4: <laughs> well. Do you have any idea how far Malahim is from the water source? Are we still talking months of travel, or is your guess as good as mine? Oh, no, not months. No, no, much less than months. Yeah, are we talking years of travel? What are you
2: basing this on, Percy?
1: He's put his fingers out, right, and he's put his fingers over Malahim and he's looked at the sun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean... It's about as far as the delastinous green blob of indeterminate size or speed. Do we know
4: if you have any ice left in the sword so we can trap it in the ice temporarily and then have this same conversation in a week's time? When it melts. (laughs) Well, it
2: it wants to eat super magical things, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So I think waving a super magical thing at it... Well,
3: but we did maybe want to destroy that
4: sword, so... Maybe plunge it in? Two birds, one stone? Yeah. Win-win. Didn't we find out that destroying it wouldn't help?
3: Nah, look, we what we found no. out was we don't know if
2: destroying it will help or won't help. We've basically got no answers.
4: Uh, it's 50-50.
2: It's better odds than we usually have. I'm pretty sure that feeding it to some kind of world-destroying monster is not going to be the solution that we want.
1: If we stab it with the sword, right? If the sword works, brilliant. If the store's destroyed, we say we meant to do that. It was dinner. Then we take its side and, and we rule the world. That is the only option in which both ways we win. Well, I suppose. Oh, Tristan, when you talk to it, can't
2: you just t- throw it off the scent and tell it to go somewhere uh, else? Sure. Yeah. Give me an
4: idea what I can distract it with. Look, an eagle. <laughs> yeah. I try. I think I did try and tell it about Alumbro an and say, look, if you guys go and fight there for now, give us a bit of breathing space. You go and get your jollies there, and then. Come back and get us, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, I barely ever hit anyway, so if I just take the cosmic power, I'm not I'm not going to be able to kill anything. It's you three that do it all. I'll just be... I can't
3: see why Tristan can't agree to this and we just betray the monster.
4: Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Why not? Well, he said so. I mean, it's like... Yeah,
3: he said so. He said, oh, don't betray me. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, but all that it wants us to do is kill stuff, and that's all we do. Yeah, look. You've already betrayed Torquil
4: once. Just betray him again. Just make a real pattern out of yeah, it. If I don't kill anything, that's fine. What exactly, what exactly was the deal? The deal is, I will get a cool green emblem in my chest or my wang or something like that. Maybe on my, like, muscles. And every time we kill something, I'll act as a siphon for the power. Ass muscle And it will be sucked into me Making me temporarily considerably more powerful Ben has yet to clarify that point But then a percentage will go to the beast So it's going to be like a 60-40 So I'll get 40% of the power increase But the beast will get You're in
3: a pyramid scheme Yeah You're in a pyramid scheme with a big evil monster And you're Despite the fact All of the things we've said You're still pro
2: No No I'm saying that You asked me what it did Incidentally if it does make your wang go green I'm not healing that no,
4: I mean, it just makes it more powerful. I think it would make it less powerful, because no one would want to touch it. Oh, yeah, mm. And surely you want people to touch it? I mean, I'll I'll be literally the ruler of the world. <laughs> I'll be able to do what I like.
1: With your big wang, Ooh. big green wang. Yeah, that's what I'll be, King Big Green Wang. <laughs> Me and Daddy Ghost Pig
4: will form a band and hit the road. <laughs> Tonight, King Big Green Wang and Daddy Ghost Pig, for one night only, hear all their best hits. So... Percy,
0: yes. question. Mm-hmm. How do the Seven Sisters feel about the souls of the dead being consumed by entities outside of their cycle?
1: It's probably fine.
0: I think it's at the very least frowned upon.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's <an> irrelevant question. <laughs> Can I ask a quick
3: question? Percy isn't allowed to let an evil person live or an evil entity live. What's the actual downside to his paladin quest? What
4: is the downside to your paladin, Chris? Shall not suffer evil to live. What is evil? Well, yeah, it's not necessarily evil. It's consuming its nature. It destroyed everyone on that ship. Yeah, that doesn't make it evil. Yeah, and we destroyed all of those lemons. Yeah. Oh my God, Enigma is bang on it today. (laughs) Yeah, I think inviting a
2: philosophical debate about what is evil and what isn't. (laughs) I mean, is there intent behind it?
4: I'm going to step across the line, <laughs> the line that we've drawn in the sand. I'm going to step across and stand behind Enigma like, yeah, what, what, what you got? <laughs> she's, she's laid it out. God, I wish my philosophy degree had been like this.
3: <laughs> right, so if the Paladin of Lemons comes and tries to kick off on us, we'll get ours and that's fair. Yeah, how do you know that's not what the green blob is? But at the moment, look, I reckon we might be able to kill it. Like, it's not that powerful. We injured a little bit, but me and Enigma kind of screwed up a little bit and then ran away. I assume Trevor was fighting it and then disappeared because, or oh, he's dead, you know.
0: Aww.
3: And it's more powerful. And it's more powerful because we screwed up and let Trevor die to it. But I don't think you should be doing a deal, Tristan. And also, you know, why don't we just walk through the night when it's cold if we're only a day away, try and get to Oasis, try and meet some other people. Try and do anything that doesn't involve sitting in this horrible desert, listening to you talking about seducing a blob.
4: Yeah, it still might mm. turn up. I mean, we don't know. I was... We don't... If it does, we'll all be like, oh,
3: Tristan isn't in, and we'll just put a blanket over your head, and, you know, say you're on a date. Okay, right,
2: we'll try it.
1: An out-of-office reply. Just tell him that you're,
2: you're still trying to consider the offer. So you've got a headache. I'm, I'll am try all of these
4: things. Or, you know, you're just not in the mood. So what, we <laughs>
1: You've got an itchy wang, and you wouldn't want to pass it on. Yeah, so
4: we're going to just keep walking. Say, Just
3: say you're busy contacting all your ex-girlfriends and telling them they have to go to the clinic. Then you'll be like,
4: oh, don't really want to. Thanks to him. Yeah. Okay, so let's
0: just start walking then. So you're starting climbing up this ridge? Sure. And you've reached the edge of the salt desert. Wow. And this is into something more like a regular desert. Which, as you'll all be aware, means it's rocky terrain. Huzzah. Like Sahara style sand is all well and good, but we're not in Candlestone. we're in a desert. So this is maybe more like the Sinai or somewhere like that. It's kind of like rocky, extensive. There's, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
0: There's still no uh, vegetation to speak of. There's not even
3: dry bits of. Is there cactuses? Can Bamboo try and fashion a
0: new broom out of a cactus? (laughs) There aren't cacti yet, but you do start to see occasional straggly little twiggy bits of dead brush.
1: I think that's Tristan's piece.
0: (laughs) But the main thing that you notice is that pulling a sledge over this terrain is starting to get very difficult. It's not really sledge country, Unlike the last stretch. Do we need
3: anything on the sledge? Well, we've only got a day till Percy 100% very clearly honestly thinks we're going to hit water and food. Oh, for sure. Then no, let's just leave it here.
1: Or we could strap stuff to us and carry it.
2: Yeah, or maybe we could just put the stuff on the sledge and you two um, lazy asses can just walk. What? (laughs) Yeah. I think I've got a stone in my shoe. Good. It's the thing. Put it in your backpack. Um. Yeah, put your shoe on the sledge then, and uh, you'll be fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not a stone, that's Jabruce. Yeah, he's got half a brick in his sock.
0: (laughs) Actually, here's a cool thing. I think you get to the top of this ridge, which is like a fairly sharp ridge, and it takes quite a while to drag the sleigh up it, and there's a few places where it gets stuck and you have to, like, heave and hoist it up a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if Banbury had to pop up an Unseen Servant to uh, kind of help shift it. Monkeys. And then you get to the top, and the other side of this ridge (gasps) is a... It's a cable car. It's a long, rocky slope down.
1: Yes! And a cable car.
0: So,
3: a bit like going on a roller coaster, we've had hours and hours and hours of boredom, and we're going to have 30 seconds of absolute sheer joy, and then realise that it's over, and look at another ridge and be like, ugh.
1: I don't think it's going to be joy. It's rocky.
2: It's very rocky, and this is a toboggan. Yeah, it doesn't sound like something we should sledge
0: down. just might be a bit easier, that's all.
1: Bumski! Yeah! Be
0: alright! Well, you say a bit easier. Stopping it from sledging down is not going to be easy.
1: We might as well just go with the momentum, then, is what you're saying. Yeah,
0: you could go with the momentum. I'm not going to say don't do that, because I think that'd be rad as hell. But I'm not going to say you won't have to roll some dice if that's what you're doing.
1: We should stand up and surf the rocks
0: yeah.
1: on a toboggan.
2: That doesn't sound like a great plan.
1: If we got big sticks, we could do like that standing up surfing thing. Bye, Percy.
2: Bye. We. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, b- bye. T-
0: okay. <laughs> Where are your knee pads? Okay, roll, Bambury. <laughs> sounds like Bambury's uh, steering the toboggan down the rocky slope. With a punt. With a punt. So I want you to describe this. (laughs) Was that you rolling your steering, Banbury? That was uh, Banbury rolling successfully a six
4: (laughs) on his decks.
3: So Banbury's going to stand on it as uh, he pushes it, just one little gentle push, uh, and gets on top of it, turns around, bye, Percy, bye, and immediately hits a rock, which flips him off, and he just rolls and watches the sled on all of our stuff, just career wildly <laughs> and erratically down this hill. <laughs> and then he'll turn around and look back at Percy, who's maybe four foot away from him,
4: and then shrug a little.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I thought Enigma was on the toboggan too. So Enigma or Tristan, are either of you on the toboggan? Yes. No, me and Percy were pulling. Enigma and Bambury were sitting on it.
0: Okay.
1: I'll just roll my dexterity. This
0: is definitely dexterity. So you are still on the toboggan. Yes. And you are gaining speed rapidly. Yes. That is a win. And it seems like you've stayed on, but you are definitely heading towards what some people, probably amateurs, probably people without deep knowledge of the field, would call a cliff. But it could be a precipice. You know, it just could be a drop. And you can't see exactly how far it is to the bottom.
1: Okay. In which case, I'm going to treat it like skiing. Or like, not that skiing. What's the skiing when you've only got one thing? Snowboarding. (laughs) Snowboarding. I'm telling you to snowboard it. (laughs) I've got my special boots. I'm pretty sure special boots should help me to, like... Snowboard it.
0: Okay, so you're balancing on your toboggan. You're going to just, like, grind the edge and get it somehow turning around, avoiding this cliff. Yeah, but in a really rad way. Oh, yeah, of course, in a really rad way. Shouting cowabunga, dudes. Do we think this is Dex again? Wisdom.
1: Yes.
4: She's calling on the knowledge of... uh... (laughs) Fuck
1: (laughs) off!
0: And it's quite heavy. It might be strength, but... I'll say dex. Dexterity. I will take dex. (laughs) What did you roll? I regret that choice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could have gone worse. Yes, okay, you manage to... You get it slammed around sideways, and it comes to a halt. Basically, it spins right the way round, and it's now hanging off the edge of this drop. And you're you're on the front of it. Okay, but if you move, it's definitely going to fall. What do you do?
1: Then I'm going to have to do a forward flip, like off it and then onto ground as it topples behind me.
0: Okay, so so you're going to you're not going to do a classic. I've got a plan, lads, <laughs> to try and preserve <laughs> your belongings. You're just going to let them plunge.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't see how I can flip and carry like a barrel simultaneously. Ah, it's
3: fine. Like, realistically, we want that stuff at the bottom anyway. If only you had some friends who might be able to help
0: unload it while you kept to counterbalance.
1: They might take ages to get down here.
0: Okay, so Enigma flips
1: clear. Yes. And the
0: sledge vanishes off. You know, it's, it's only like a 40
2: or 50 foot drop, but it is onto rocks. In Finna's Banbury, if you'd pull that off, it would have looked so good.
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Yeah.
2: Well, less
1: stuff to carry, and... We should be able to run there now. Yeah. I suppose. Yep. You know, take,
3: take some decisions out of our hands. Yeah. So, uh, should we
0: monkey down the cliff? Well, come on and Get down here, lads. Well, I, you can kind of go round it if you have the ability to steer. It's more that the sledge, once it had that much momentum, wasn't really set for steering. So you can get down to the bottom of it.
2: Yeah, we we will recover as many of our provisions as we possibly can, I think.
0: Water skins. The seat cushion is not in great condition, unfortunately. The seat itself is broken. You can retrieve the red velvet. Well,
4: isn't that a shock? The one thing that I had to my name now. Take it away as well. <laughs> well, what? And velvet's gross. Ben, just uh, as a last thing,
3: I assume that the large barrel of water that we had on the back of it was fine.
0: Um, that's fine. Well, for some values of fine, like the water still exists, uh, it's just part of a rich and soily loam now.
1: Okay, so we can we try and lick it up?
0: in the uh, sand at the bottom, so you have some damp rocks and sand, but there might be things you can do about that.
3: Uh, Bambri is going to take the damp uh, sand and smother it on all of his skin so that he looks like some kind of sand creature, but at least it's cooling and supplying him with a uh, moist
0: layer. <laughs> like a damp chicken. Okay, that's some good strategy from uh, Master Lutz. So you have a damp, muddy Bambri who somehow found mud in the desert that previously (laughs) contained none at the cost of your water. It's good though. And you're able to travel on through the night. Progress is not very fast because you're now onto kind of rocky terrain that's much harder to cross and tends to have a lot of hills and it's not too hard to navigate because uh, Percy does have an unerring sense of direction which he can use to keep you on a straight heading but it's not the easiest walk as the night is coming towards an end so you're starting to see a slight glow in the sky. Green. Oh
4: hold on when it was night time, we could see the green glow, couldn't we, in the distance? I've been judging it and
0: tracking. Oh, okay. Actually, you couldn't. Because you're going through rocks and valleys and things, the horizon was much less visible. Okay. When you're out on the level plate, there was really nothing to interfere with your view. But now, you can't kind of glimpse hints of green glow sometimes, but most of the time, you couldn't really tell where it was. Okay, fair enough. And so, you come over this... Rounded hill and the sky is starting to grey out and the ground is this sandstone. It's like reddish sandstone, but breaking into shaly kind of sheets. So it's almost like, like roofing tiles kind of effect on the ground. And you're kind of rattling over it ahead of you. You can see a dark shape where the ground drops away completely into steep cliffs. And you can see the tops of trees, the tops of what look like, like huge ferns or something. I guess you'd have seen palm trees in Arashar. These are palm trees, the very tops of them. And you can see them quite clearly because they're illuminated by this green, pale light from below. Ah. Uh, As you start down the hill, you see that there's a figure on the edge of that canyon, on the edge of that cliff, and... They turn around, and it's that glowing green form of Torquil. Hmm. And he starts walking towards you. What do you do? Okay, guys, just play it cool. Just follow my lead.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. How close are we now? As you come into earshot, okay. he's like, Ah, Tristan! Torquil! Hey. How are you, my old mucker? He comes up, he shakes your hand, and then, like, yeah. draws you into an embrace. I'll return it. I'm, you know, it's good to have a bit of... You're very close.
0: Yeah. Closure. Yes, it's not feels strangely glassy. Yeah, that's... He was always cold. Ooh, snap! <laughs> <laughs> burn! Uh, some harsh ferns. Harsh ferns. He's like, glad you got here. Yeah. It's a pleasure to see you. I'm... Oh, I didn't think you'd get here
4: before us, if I'm honest. Thought you were behind us. Shocking. Yeah, so you actually
2: assured us that you were behind us, so... I did. Sorry, you can carry on.
1: And we certainly expected a strange creature to be able to move at a reasonable pace and not just teleport. <laughs> oh no, I, I suppose that having
0: many long legs gives us a certain advantage over most forms of terrain, if I'm honest. Yeah.
3: Alright, then I'll put it in. I know I'm short,
0: you know, but... What are you, 5'4"? Uh, five seven? What are you talking about? I think you'll find, young Van that we're a lot taller than that now. A lot taller than that. Nah, I'd say five, five six. Uh, Tristan,
4: stand next to him. What are you? Five nine? Oh, no. Talk will just you know what he's like. You've experienced <laughs> enough of it. Search your memories and just block him out.
0: As you wish, Tristan. Yes. And nah. then. He waves his hand and a pillar of starlight appears around Bambury. Uh oopsie. And it's just like a curtain of green sparkling light shining and these little specks of light moving in it. And Bambury, you immediately can't hear anything from outside that circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But And no one outside it can hear anything from Bambury either. So I'm going to cast True
3: Sight, straight away, as soon as something weird and magical is happening, and I'm going to look at the barrier around me, and also, if I can see through it, I'm going to have a look at uh, Torquil. Yes, okay. Uh,
0: So give me that roll. Let's see if I can stuff up another roll. It would be rad. Nope. Full success. Okay. True Sight tells you what is magical, doesn't it?
3: Uh, True Sight, your vision is open to the true nature of everything you lay your eyes on. You pierce illusions and see through things that have been hidden. The GM will describe an area before you and ignoring any el- illusions or falsehoods, magical or otherwise.
0: Yes, so I suppose what you see here is when you look at Torquil, he still has that same form, but there is an arch of th- shining threads reaching from him up and over and into the Valley of the Oasis.
3: Okay, so the the monster's over there in the oasis
0: yes where the kind of green light is is where it is and also from the ring of light around you there is an arch going over into the oasis of these green threads do I recognise the type of magic it is only from seeing this creature this is what you might term an outsider magic it doesn't seem tied to anything you've seen elsewhere is a uh... Pig Dad Ghost still around? Yes, Pig Dad Ghost is still to be seen near Enigma. Me and Daddy Pig Ghost.
4: I'll just give him a little wave.
0: <laughs> Daddy Pig Ghost. Daddy Ghost Pig. Oh yeah, sorry. Changed it. No, oh, there's always Daddy Ghost Pig. But it does almost seem to be hiding behind Enigma. Okay. As it were, it seems to be keeping Enigma between it and the Torquil.
1: Great.
4: Powerly Daddy Ghost Pig.
0: Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> will start digging and then you can get re- back to the rest of them. <laughs>
3: um,
0: okay, you can't hear Bambry digging. Can he breathe in there? Talk will? Ah, sure he can. He'll be fine. He just... He gets a little loud, you know.
4: Yeah, okay, well... And
0: sometimes one doesn't want to be interrupted constantly by an annoying teenager.
4: Yeah, There. I mean, I respect your firm hand of parenthood. You'd have made a good father.
0: <laughs>
4: um... Yeah, so, it uh, looks like you're pretty close. So we haven't really been able to outrun you, and we're not really left with a lot of choices, are we, Torquil? It's either join you or die, by the
0: looks of things. Well, you got some resources here that you could have claimed if you'd gotten here first. But right now... Oh, are you talking about the water? Yes, well, everything in there. There's some nice date palms as well. You ca- some nice, nice what? Date palms. Date palms? Sure there are, yes. I don't know what you're saying. It's
4: it's the accent. It's a type of... It's a type of fruit. Anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that would have probably kept us alive a little bit longer. I mean... It would have been a big help to you. But it can still be yours. Torquil, is there any part of you that's left in there? Like, actually you? There isn't really, is there? You're just... My memories are all part of us. What do you think we should do, Torquil? Not you, monster... Stop listening for a minute. <laughs> Just give us, you know, a few
0: minutes to chat. Okay, give me a charisma roll. Oh yeah, I should have said it nicer. Let's see if Tristan has the power to keep... that be fucking cool. Charisma. Oh, it's me and Torquil. Boom! It is a success. Magic, what? What? When you ask that, you bring in some element of your performance, I think. Yep something about the way that in the past you've performed seems to reach through and for a moment it does seem like it's Torquil okay and Torquil says Tristan if there's any part of you that still cares for me kill me what give us how
4: what can we do What's a weakness give us a weakness of some sort what have you learnt he says do what you always did Tristan Uh, sing kill fuck betray me uh, I guess I'm just going to stab him.
0: <laughs> and then the moment is gone, and that kind of confident, casual air returns to the talk wheel in front of you. Is, I oh, I suppose... And it kind of shakes its head for a moment. It says, So,
4: Tristan, how do you feel about our deal? I want to turn around and kind of glance across at Percy and see if he gives me the, uh... Yeah, shake it by head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Percy the... Surprise attack right now? Look, Questioning, like... <laughs> kick off? Oh, is it stabby time? I'm like, fuck it, it's stabby time. I'm going to grab my dagger and be like, the answer's no, you son of a bitch, and just wash my dagger across his neck <laughs> and then kick him backwards off the cliff. That'll work. Hawks, go!
0: Die with honour! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. There's no... Downsides to this. Give me a damage
4: roll, Tristan. Oh, lame. Can I be summoning the power of Enigma? <laughs> <laughs> donk it bounces off the glass, <laughs> and as I kick him, I fall backwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, you kick the Torquil form off the cliff. Yes. <laughs> and it falls backwards, and now you're at the cliff's edge. You can see it's falling into, like, a sea of stars. Oh, shit. So I haven't really managed to hear a free talk, well. That fills this oasis valley. And that starts to coalesce and turn into this rising shape. I'm going to draw a second boot
4: dagger, look at Percy If say, I leap in now? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we run, run away? I, I don't know.
1: Okay, Hawks, leg it! <laughs> we were coming here for a beer, guys. Let's just try and leg What's... it to high ground or say something. Say again. We can't run away. We need to be here. The whole we need, like... Water thing? I something to get a beer from the bar.
0: Bambury, as this oh, yeah. happens, the pillar around you dissolves into wisps of light and fades away, and you can suddenly hear everyone again. How big is the hole I've dug? The hole you've dug is now like at least three or four inches deep. You've got down onto the bedrock pretty quickly. Okay, uh, I'll look up at them. And be like, did uh, did we win?
4: Ron Bambury. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, Bambri starts running. I'm just going to grab Bambri onto one arm. <laughs> Come on, <Matt>. lad! <laughs> oh, I guess we're running. I don't know where we're going to run to. We're going to run away from the uh, slowly growing marshmallow thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have a plan, so... <laughs> no, I didn't think we did, but at least we said no in
1: style. <laughs> we should
2: totally have got water first. Um, in fact, I will cast
0: Guidance. Okay, okay, so give me that roll. There we go. So full success. Okay, that's pretty good. Now, I think that that gives you a sign, doesn't it? Yeah, so guidance is the symbol of your
2: deity appears before you and gestures towards the direction or course of action your deity would have you take, then disappears. The message is through gesture only. Your communication through this spell is severely limited.
0: Yes, that makes perfect sense. So your holy symbol bursts out into a lantern that hangs in front of you for a moment, glowing in the pre-dawn air casting this gold light that stands momentarily against the green and then it goes absolutely winging into the growing tower of jelly oh i thought it might do that
2: <laughs> 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 i have to replace the batteries on it <laughs> maybe it's a little glitchy <laughs> <laughs> good news tristan i've changed my
0: mind we're fighting
2: the blob <laughs> this is technically the same day as when we cast those spells to do the research with, isn't it?
0: Oh, um, yeah, because you walked through the night.
2: Yeah.
1: not a catnap.
2: Decisions have consequences.
0: What's that, Percy?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, changed my mind. We're going to fight the blob. Blob on.
4: <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> I'm going to throw uh... Bambury <laughs> Over the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw Bambury to the ground where I was carrying him. Get up, lad. We've got a job to do. Hawk style. And I'm going to draw an arrow from my quiver. Fuck it. I'm going to draw the second one as well. We need all the damage <laughs> we can get.
1: I don't want to, like, put a dampener on this, but so far nothing we've done has hurt it. Hawk's ho! <laughs> Maybe we could hurt its feelings. Maybe when Torquil said, betray me, it's we basically have to hurt the feelings of the big monster, and that'll kill it. Well, I
4: mean... Yeah, what else could we do?
1: You smell of wee, big monster.
4: I could sing
0: to it. It's now forming into a vaguely humanoid form, though it goes up to a single point. So it's got this almost triangular head and then two arms with an unclear number of fingers. It stands perhaps four stories tall. You geometric bastard! And these two huge legs. The valley it's in means that it's sort of waist height. And so its upper body is on a level with you, and it starts leaning forward and reaching down. Who's closest to the edge right now? Hmm. Not Uh, it. Well, (laughs) yeah. I mean, Bambria was
3: grabbed by Tristan, who was running away, so I'm guessing not those two. Oh, Percy. Yeah, so this
0: might be Percy. Percy also just launched a lantern into it. Yeah, I guess it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So this vast arm reaches down towards Percy. With these many fingers that stretch and grow like tentacles, what do you do, Percy? Guess I'm going to try and drop and roll, drop and roll, drop and roll. Is your plan just to get out the way, or yeah, is there I a way so. you're going to turn this into an attack? I'm not really sure how to attack it. It's just like a big, like
2: tadpole-esque, starry green <laughs> blob, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll of the way for the moment and, uh, and and try to and maybe try to. Take
0: stock of what's happening. Yeah, okay, so hit me on Dex first. Let's see what we get. He moves like they do. A nine. An intermediate success. So Percy rolls and gets out of the way, ducking under it, Hmm. but the tendrils come right back uncannily fast, and Percy gets his shield up, but the shield's knocked out of his hand, and it's just like a few metres away, but currently you don't have your shield. I really need to get a piece of rope for that thing. It happens way too often. (laughs) Like a
2: bungee cord or something. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So as you're doing that, it flicks back, and then it starts reaching out in a different direction. And so it reaches across, and now it's reaching towards Enigma who's probably the next closest person, and it's coming straight towards you, and it's like the arm is stretching and elasticating to reach you, Enigma. What are you going to do?
1: I'm going to draw my rapier and do a flip, hopefully cutting the tentacle and then running the fuck away. Okay, so this is, this is like a hack and slash and escape. So give me that roll. Yes. And let's
0: see it happen.
1: Dexterity. This is
0: all dex, yeah, because it's a precise weapon.
1: It's all right. We're all about the nines today. An
0: exchange
1: of damage. That's fair. So,
0: roll your damage. Nice. Enigma stabs it good. Yeah. You cut through several of these tendril fingers and they fall to the ground. We've done this before. It starts whipping back. But as it does, it's also stretching. It turns into like a single tendril which wraps around your ankle and starts dragging you back.
1: Ah, not again. Towards
0: the edge, stupid tendrils. Tristan, you're seeing this happening now. I've been thinking, I wonder
4: if what he meant by betray me is accept the deal and then betray the monster. So that's what Tristan's kind of wondering at the moment. So I'm just, <laughs> kinda, just trying Tristan, to figure out, get in to the figure moments. out. I'm like, but but he said betray him now, and I'm just sort of sitting there pondering. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm just going to look around and be like...
0: Give me a discern realities check.
4: Yes! I knew something would come of that. I don't know what that is. I've never rolled it before. Charisma? Wisdom. Uh, Wisdom. Oh, that's not good.
0: Five. Oh, Five. That is not good. Well, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the XP. Yeah, I mark experience. Tristan. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what happens. You realise that... Yes... That was exactly what he meant.
4: Ah. And then, I mean, at least I know it
0: wasn't, but... You realise that by not taking up the creature's offer and turning it into a weapon against itself, in a way, you have betrayed Torquil. So, on some oh. meta level, you've done what you hoped to, but you've oh. also oh. thrown away your best opportunity for a fantastic weapon that would destroy it. Uh, goes both ways. Meanwhile, Enigma's been dragged <laughs> towards the cliff edge. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. banbury you've had time to goes. get to your feet, if getting to your feet is the plan.
3: Uh, I'll just roll up. So I'm sitting on my brown little uh, muddy butt, and uh, and I will
1: fire off brown muddy butt.
3: black magic. Um, so, Ben, you said it's now glass, is it? just it looks like glass so it. I actually think it's made of kind of
0: Torquil looked like he was glassy if you didn't touch okay. him you wouldn't necessarily know that he felt glassy
3: okay but this is changing form so but, much yeah, so I don't it's... think it's still a physical entity probably just looks like yeah. it yeah right based on my last interaction with this I'm going to roll my uh, my spell before <laughs> describing it so I can describe it in a more accurate manner
0: <laughs> 13
3: full success right so Bamboo's going to cast black magic right so he sat down uh, on the on the kind of uh, dirt ground where he was dropped by Tristan and behind Tristan who's contemplating life. Black magic is going to shoot out from Banbury's fingers and shoot towards the bit that's clasping out Enigma. Uh, I'm going to cast it so that it is debilitating. So it's only going to do half damage but it's going to wrap around uh, basically the part that's grabbing Enigma and kind of almost suffocate it and tighten and tighten and tighten, so that it kind of, like, forces it to kind of shrink back and let go of her.
0: Okay, cool. So roll your damage.
3: I'm I'm assuming this is far, so I'm only adding one thing to it. Seven. However, I'm a wicked witch, so it also sets on fire. And that's an extra D4, isn't it?
1: Have we now got a flaming gelatinous blob attacking us? Some would say yes. So... At least I'm not being dragged towards a gap.
0: Banbury shoots these strands of tape around the limb that has you grabbed Enigma. And it starts to shrivel and almost seems to parch and dry out. And so it lets go of you. And then it bursts into flames. Thanks, Burberry. Ah, it's on fire. (laughs) And so the arm that was grasping you is now starting to look scorched along the outside, which you didn't really see happen before. So that seems to have been quite effective. Enigma, you were close to the edge, but you're now able to get back to your feet. It's released you. What do you do?
1: Uh I'm going to get back to my feet. And and I was thinking if I had anything that sets a light. I don't. If
0: only one if only one of your friends did.
1: Oh have I got any oh I'm out of ammo.
0: Yes, you are. You lost all your arrows.
1: Ah, damn it! I was gonna, I was gonna get someone like to blame uh, me. Think. Okay, I'll just have to keep stabbing at it until someone has some fire. Okay,
0: at the moment, it's probably out of range for you because it's kind of retracting. So, Percy, you've probably had time to assess what's going on now. Yeah. If that's what you wanted to do.
2: Yeah, I'm just kind of sort of looking at its general. Compositions down in the valley and how it's moving and things like that.
0: Yes, and so give me a discern realities. I think would make sense here. <laughs> like experience.
2: Nah, That's actually, just it turns out i really that, that bothered.
0: Yes, you actually have a pretty good idea of how it's operating, of what it's doing. Because you've been able to, you've watched how it's moved, how it's attacked, and it suddenly turns towards you, and with its other unburnt arm, it swings. And, like, the hand of that arm comes flying towards you, and then it lands in front of you and turns into this large shape that just starts swinging in on you with two clawed arms. Yeah. And this is like a kind of amorphous jelly person that it somehow threw at you. Yeah, okay. And it catches you a little unaware. So roll a d10, take 7 damage, 3 piercing. Hey. You probably have had time to pick up your shield while you were. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Disengaged there, so. Uh, um. So what does that mean? Three piercing.
1: Two ear piercings and a nipple piercing.
0: That means an additional three points that ignore armor, on top of the seven points that are normal damage. But so I got four armor. Yeah. So you're going to take three from the seven. Six. And, yeah, and then three from. And then another, another three, just straight up. Okay, six damage. Ouchie. Yeah, it's pretty savage. Enigma, now it's in range. Oh, um, I'm going to chop more bits of it off. Okay, so I think there might be a thing you can do here.
1: I was having a look. I could see anything I could do here.
0: Can you do extra damage if it's engaged with someone else, Ali? That's what I'm thinking. You can backstab it because it's engaged with Percy. So you can choose to either roll your damage, or if you backstab it, you can roll plus dex. And potentially avoid getting engaged with it, deal extra damage, or creating an advantage.
1: Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so give me that roll.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. You deal your damage.
1: So if I give plus one to Banbury, because he's going to shoot fire into its base.
0: Yeah, you can do you can create that advantage. Yes. So do you want to roll another D6 for the extra damage? I'll do. Wow. Yeah, Enigma's doing good work. And how yes. do you how do you let Bambury know that you're creating this opportunity?
1: Bambury, I'm creating this opportunity. <laughs> Go
0: <in>. ahead. <laughs> so do you like stab it and then almost like hold it apart or something? You're like, target!
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm just kinda of distracting it and I'm like, fire!
0: <laughs> Bambury. What do you do? I'll
3: give a slow nod <laughs> and then again, black magic will shoot out of Bambury's hands as he whispers a uh, non-verbal spell and a 7. So Walk. what's the downside? Don't really want to take a minus 1. What are the other two forgetting the spells one of them. Don't what's do the that. third one? <laughs> Putting myself in a spot. Yeah. This thing could easily one-shot Banbury. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to take minus 1. Yeah pretty much my only option so i'm just gonna have to take minus one going forward okay so i actually have a plus one on that so technically that's an eight okay because uh, of Ali, uh but it's still in that bracket yeah. so this time i'm not going to try and dampen the effects i'm going to do full damage and i'm going to add a d4 onto it as the extra spell component so seven basic plus
0: two for the extra bit and three for the fire okay so 12 total so you do 12 damage It bursts into a ball of flame, and then, after a second, it's just turned... You see all the little green sparkles turn into glowing embers, and just rise into the sky above Percy. That's for Trevor, bitch! (laughs) Tristan? Tristan, Is there any fire on the ground still? There's, like, a few burning specks, for
4: sure, if you need them. Banbury, you got any more fire left in you? As I'm gonna draw two arrows. Light him up, boy.
1: <laughs> Set fire to his own. Burns. And then I'm gonna
4: clarify: light the arrowheads, not the shaft, not me, not my clothes. Light the arrowheads, or we're all <laughs> going to die. Bambury, what do you do? Bambury summons
3: up some fire. He clicks his fingers like he's pretending he's a lighter, and then not the lighter, just now. he's uh, setting, and then pff, yeah, a little flame comes up. A lot bigger than he was expecting. Almost pushing. him eyes
0: Banbury immediately reacts like he's really badly burned, then realises it doesn't hurt him at all. And he's like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> Do we have
4: any tar or oil that I can... I've probably got some oil.
1: Bambury can't be hurt by fire, what if we set fire to Banbury and threw him at the monster?
3: <laughs> no, Banbury will pass you. Also, Banbury can't be set on fire. Uh,
1: oh, I thought it just didn't hurt you. I thought you'd look cool.
3: Banbury will pass you some of these lemons. Stick these in the end. Acid, nice, buddy. Okay, we're going to
4: start. We're going to set the arrow- lemons on fire so they look like kind of larp arrows. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and suddenly they've got no aerodynamic <laughs> capabilities. That's all right. I'm going to volley two arrows into this thing, so it's going to arc up and just land as in the middle as I can. Okay, give me that uh, two, two notes
0: for one string. Give it your zest, shot, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Oh, hey. This
4: is for Bambri! Blutzk!
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. The
4: two flaming lemon arrows, they sort of they start Shonky as if they're not gonna catch their flight, and then suddenly you just see them slowly but surely, like two golden comets arcing up into the sky, and then you're thinking he's missed, he's spaffed it! And then they just slowly tilt down <laughs> Boom right into the back of this creature if it
0: had a back. It's like the most central point. I think aerodynamically, they're actually cartwheeling in the air because they don't really fly like (laughs) arrows now. It's more like hammers
4: or something. (laughs) Uh, What I did is I hooked the string. Yeah. uh, so, So I stuck the lemons onto the arrowhead, but they're the two barbs of the arrowhead. I put them onto the string, so I kind of, like a nerf ball, <laughs> I whipped them that way, so <laughs> took into account that the centre of gravity was on the lemons. Whatever you did, it seems to have
0: worked. Uh, roll me your damage. Oh, hooray. Pipped
1: it to the post.
0: <laughs> okay, these two blazing lemon arrows <laughs> smite the body of this creature. You see them splash into its body like they're landing in water and the body around them seems to blaze. There's something about magical lemon fire that apparently <laughs> it doesn't like. Which What are the chances? I, perhaps you just happened across its weak spot. Maybe oh. being shot with an arrow with a lemon on the front that's on fire just really hurts. <laughs> and at that point, something interesting happens, which is that... The creature starts to shrink and it starts to collapse in on itself and fall down to the valley floor below you. I did it. And then it breaks up into five pools of this glowing jelly-like stuff that you've seen so much recently. Two of them stay where they are and three start running away from you down the valley. Uh Uh-oh. Percy, you probably have... The initiative right now, what do you do? I think I'm going to give chase. Okay, so you've got to get down this, like, 20, (laughs) 25-foot cliff. There at the bottom now. From faraway plains and simian cities, come through the portal
3: and fly, my pretties. That'll do it. Brilliant. Cast the spell. There we go. We're going to follow a bunch of pools separately with our flying monkeys. So, uh, crack of thunder, flying monkeys, Banbury points for three hawks
2: on him. (laughs) Get them, boys!
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, pick them up, boys.
0: Oh, you're going to take these two, are you, Bambri? That's, that's very heroic of you. Well done. <laughs> and so three hawks picked up by monkeys and carried off after three departing enemies that are trying to run for safety and preserve their power Two ascend to the top of the cliff and form into glowing figures that tower over Bambury loops as the first light of day begins to rise over the eastern horizon.
4: so daddy ghost pig people <laughs> <laughs> will be like oh, that's genius it, it's a good name daddy ghost pig it's a good name for a wrestler as well <laughs> <laughs> big daddy ghost pig <laughs> that's basically my next character in the next that's session that's
1: a rapper MC big daddy ghost pig